You know, the 49 years of marriage is funny because the last time I gave a presentation in Vegas and I was talking about the med spa and I said, and I, uh, what I wanted to say is thanks to all the support of my beautiful wife of 49 years, but I said my beautiful 49-year-old wife. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she liked that. <laughs> Everybody thought, you, you rotten old guy, but anyway. Uh, I just want to salute the PA Durham Society for your, for your excellent commitment to education. I mean, you are much of the future of dermatology right in this room. Incidentally, uh, uh, we have two PAs that work in our office, Renee Christensen and Greg Bothello, or some, I've never kept it, and they have made a major contribution to this society. Uh, and incidentally, are any Dr. Sabini's MAs here? Uh-oh, just a second. We'll take note of that. I was going to tease him because my daughter-in-law, Melinda Ritchie, is also a PA and was in Dr. Sabini's office. But now they're in trouble. You know, it was interesting. The other day I was uh, standing at a car wash, and a lady walked up to me, and she's like, Dr. Ritchie, like she'd seen a ghost. She says, how old are you? And I said, well, I'm 70. 75, she said, are you still practicing? And I said, well, you know, I'm still in practice, but after 43 years, I've pretty much diagnosed and treated everything, so I, I don't think you can say I'm practicing anymore. I think I've kind of got it under control. So this is just a hodgepodge. This is nothing miraculous. These are just some little pearls that I've picked up over the years. Some of these, I hope... A couple might be great, a couple might be goofy, some might be practical, some might be pointless, but if you could pick out one or two out of this that you can go home and put a practical application in your practice, then I've achieved my goal. Okay, the first thing I'm going to talk about is steatostoma multiplex subcutaneous meal encapsulated. How many of you would be interested in a treatment to get rid of these little insidious deep pockets of oil that are multiplex encapsulated through the dermis without trauma to the skin. People try nitrogen, they CO2, they do all sorts of bizarre things. This treatment will take you about 10 seconds and there'll be no trauma and basically you can clear them up. So what you do is you take your hyphicator, desiccator at a very low setting. Now this is critical. You need, the tip has to be, have be a ball. Sharp points won't work. And you take this, this ball tip at a very low setting and you just sit it on the skin. And what you're doing is you just almost, you just see, you're just basically charring the skin and you see a little black crust. And then you take your Commodo expressor and all the little milia pop out intact. Just that simple. This is a lady that I did six in less than two minutes a little bit of redness, absolutely cured her, all gone, no trauma, quick. The slickest little treatment, and you'll have many people who come in with these little sebaceous, and they're so deep, they're very hard to treat, light desiccation, ball tip, combo express, and they will love you because nobody has ever been able to do these non-traumatically. Sebaceous hyperplasia, one, two, three. Obviously, after that, everybody gets on a some form of retina they can tolerate to keep the, the areas open. So I think that's a home run. This is a bunt. This is just a little tip. 
When people go on trips to Africa, South America, Tahiti, I always ask them to get unseasoned Adolph's meat tenderizer because it's about 98% papaya. And there's nothing better. I had a friend of mine just came back from Africa and every night he had a large group of people waiting outside his tent to get his in, this insect bite medication. Adolph's unseasoned tenderizers, patients will love you for that little tip. Now look at this patient here, and look at him here, and go back to here, and go back to here, and go back to here. What's the difference? His feet are dangling. Any patient that comes into my office, just for stability, because they're old, they want their feet on the ground, they want that firmness, we always put a foot so they can have stability. When you sit at the doctor's sitting on that table with your feet hanging over, that's dangling. If you stabilize him, look at the smile on his face. It just gives him a little bit of comfort and that you care for their comfort. And many people will put a little soft pillow behind. So it's creature comforts that you're kind enough to think about their comfort. This is uh, going to be a rather in-depth discussion about acne, but let me tell you, the most misdiagnosed acne problem is people who come in with keratosis pilaris, inflamed keratosis pilaris, and they're being treated with benzoyl peroxide, sal acids, all sorts of acne medicine. The first thing you should do on any acne questionnaire is check the sides of their arms. If they've got KP, this is not acne, this is inflamed acne. They need to be treated very, very softly. Now, some of these kids may have some acne cysts, and you may have to put them on medication for that. But to treat a keratosis pilar patient as an acne patient, they're going to get worse and worse. So soften the treatment, analyze for the keratosis pilaris. Also, when I begin, and incidentally, there, I discuss a lot of handouts, because to me, patient education is critical. I could talk to them, and I do educate. Then I have the nurse educate. But we also give out multiple handouts. Many of these handouts are in your, in your studies, but at the end there is an email address, so if you, there's a specific handout that I didn't address or you want, email it and we'll send it to you. I think it's very important. I have this acne questionnaire, and in this questionnaire, it's the typical questions, what are you taking, how long have you taken, etc. But right in the middle is, I think, is the most important. We discuss the emotional aspect of acne, and trust me, every acne patient, they have the worst case in the universe. And they want you to listen to them. Sometimes, you've got to deal with the parents. If I have a parent that's answering every question, then that's their problem, it's not the kid's problem. And many times I'll step in front of the parents or I'll ask the parents to be quiet. Several times I just said, you know, you need to step out, I need to deal with Sam or Sally here on this. You've got to help the kid take the responsibility for their acne treatment. If the parent's taking the responsibility, it won't happen. But I need to know emotionally how this kid is dealing with. So in the middle, I have five questions. The questions are, I feel dissatisfied with my appearance. And you'd be surprised. Some kids are horrible and they put a two, and some kids are not that bad and tense. So you know how much it affects them. I feel depressed. Do you want to put a person on Accutane who's already depressed? No, you need to know that. 
I'm concerned about meeting new people. I'm concerned about scarring, very important question. And I avoid social functions because of my acne. So I think that that's a very, discussing the emotional aspects of the acne is very, very, very significant. Now, on this, this handout here, I have the parents sit next to, to the child and we discuss the various levels of acne. We discuss mild, moderate, and severe. I got this uh, from, there was a flow sheet similar to that in Canada and I've modified it, but then we say, okay, where do we go? Scarring, no scarring. You have mild acne, we go here. We, here's the treatment that you're gonna need. This is what we need. Oh, it's moderate, we're gonna go into here. Now we're adding oral medications. And as it progresses, even get down here, it may uh, have to go back to Accutane. But with this sheet, and they take it home, it gives them an idea of their type of acne and the treatment that's been planned out for them, and they can follow it along. So I think uh, educating them as to what's going on is a really a major help in them understanding what they have and what the treatment plan is. This is just a little philosophic. I don't have time to worry about who doesn't like me. I'm too busy loving the people who love me. Incidentally, I got news for you. You're not going to make every one of your patients happy. There are certain patients that just don't want to be happy. So don't take it too personal. You can't please everybody all the time. But be kind. Listen, listen, listen. And when they pull out the list of 18 questions, try not to vomit, okay? <laughs> this is just a quickie. We... Uh, live in an area where a lot of people come from out of the mountains. And a lot of people, you know, or the person says, oh, did I tell you that I'm going to Mexico for a month? Just when you uh, sew them up. Be careful that you find out. Before you sew people up, find out the ability for them to have their sutures removed. And if they're from a long distance or going on a trip, put in gut because it'll dissolve. It just makes that much more convenient for them. All right, this is my favorite all-time prescription. I have more requests for his prescription than anything else. I give credit to this Haynes Ely, who was two or three years behind me in, uh, at the Durham Residency USC. He's a great therapist. This is the cystic acne pill, a.k.a. The, what we call the princess pill. So you're talking to a gal, usually an adult. So let me ask you a question. Can you predict by the number on your cyst when you're going to have your period? Oh, yes, I can. Some can but most can't. So I say, here, you're going to get this pill. It's five pills. And with the first sign of these deep cysts, carry them in your purse. You take one pill and then one with breakfast for the next four days. Your acne lesions will be smaller. They won't last as long and they won't be as big. And frankly, you'll feel a little bit better. This pill, and it's Decadron, not prednisone, uh, Dr. Ely feels that it has a little bit of a prolonged inflammatory effect. So trust me, this is a home run prescription. You can really help people through this flare period. It will really reduce size, duration, and discomfort of the lesions. Decadron, give them a prescription for 15 and no refills. Because I had one girl who fudged on a refills and took it for about a year and got cushion. So it's five pills, two refills. So it's 15 pills. So it's for, so basically they try it for two to three cycles. If they use it accurately, you will be, a, have a very, very happy, happy uh, patient.
Uh, at the same time, I need to make some comments on perioral dermatitis. Again, there's a handout available for this. And the handout that I have points out three things. We talk about treatment, non-fluoride toothpaste, the tetracyclines, doxies, etc. But the definition is very important. In the definition, the first thing is this condition is usually chronic, lasting months and months and months. I'm sorry, but we can't clear this up for the dance in two weeks. This is a chronic, insidious problem, usually found in people who have, and again, I'm reading this to them so they can see the documentation. Hurry, it's found in hurry up stress, not enough hours in the day. But then I throw in a positive, and this really helps. Incidentally, this is usually found in young adult women. So it's kind of like, wow, okay, so I'm still, I've written documentation that I'm a young adult woman. I think this is one of my little pride and joys. So you see that little teeny actinic keratosis up there? Now, you see a liquid nitrogen, but on the tip, this doesn't show it very well, on the tip, there is the plastic spout from otoscope. And with this plastic spout, I'm gonna jump over. See that beautifully little defined area of nitrogen? I have these in my pockets. I look at the lesion. If it's near an eye, near a nose, a little tiny more than anything, instead of using a spray that sprays the whole area, with these little spouts, I can get clear, defined definition. Put it on the spout and you can have your nitrogen exactly, exactly where you want it, very localized. And here's, again, there's the spout down there, and see, that was a wart, how beautifully defined that was. I didn't have to spray all over the area, just, and around the eyes, people get very nervous around the eyes. You put your little otoscope, say, don't worry, you spray, and there's all various sizes, you can use various sizes. And so I use this uh, commonly on, uh, actinic carrot and warts. The other thing is a little lesson, and we'll be talking about this little priceless surgical instrument shortly, but after each one of the uh, freezing with the warts or the actinic, I say, if you have pain tonight, the pain will be the pressure of the blister. All you have to do is take this little lancet, and I give them a lancet, and go to the edge and slightly poke it, and the fluid will come out, and the pain will be gone. So the pain post-liquid nitrogen can be relieved with a little teeny poke of a lancet. But try, this, try these on, your, on the spouts of your nitrogen. It really gives you site-specific control. How many of you have had athletes come in in the middle of football, basketball, or volleyball season, and they have large plantar warts, and they're painful, and they want them off? And people put nitrogen. You go to podiatrists, they cut them out, they put beetle juice, and they're walking around for two or three weeks, even a month. So in the middle of an athletic event, do you really ever want to do something painful? This is my world-famous ouchless wart treatment, okay? And so basically what it is, is the first thing you do is you have them soak in fairly hot water, pretty darn hot. There may be a little antiviral action in that, uh, but it gets it soggy. So the next thing is you just trim it down, and it'll start to trim down quite a bit. Then I pull out of my drawer this. This is, I say, this is what we put our surgical specimens in, and this is formalin. 
And we know that formalin kills viral particles. So we take, and then we take low Q-tip and put the formalin on the wart, and then the nurse takes the 40% sal acid plaster, and you can do it for periungal feet, elbows, knees, etc. And we say, leave this plaster on. It's, you know, there's the, the story of how duct tape can clear warts. So now we're getting this occlusion similar to a duct tape, but we have 40% sal acid. And uh, you'll keep that young person in their sports. You'll keep them happy. And it's for some kids that can't tolerate any pain. Uh, it's funny, uh, with this treatment, they, uh, I guess it works because they never come back. No, maybe they never come back because it doesn't work or they think I'm crazy. But anyway, it tends to be a very, very good treatment. So when you have somebody <clears throat> that definitely cannot have a painful treatment, consider the Alchelswort treatment. Now, I'll tell them it's going to take much longer, but you'll be able to continue your activity without pain. The power of the mirror. The power of the mirror. I have in every room a mirror, broad-based mirror. Tell me, show me your spot. Show me your spot that you didn't think it got better. Significantly caused many. Look in the mirror, show me, what are your expectations? Every patient, mirror, mirror, and have a nice broad-based mirror. You will definitely increase the quality of your communication. Very, very important with patients. Follow up Botox. I don't think it worked. Let's look in the mirror. Well, how come you can't smile anymore? Uh, and then if you really are, are deeply into the world of cosmetics, you must have photography. I learned this many years ago with sclerotherapy. I would do sclerotherapy. They'd come back in three months and they'd say, well, I don't see any difference. You bring out the picture and it's 90% improved. The problem well, not the problem, but the way it is with many cosmetic procedures, sometimes there's a slow, insidious onset. And if you don't have the pictures, and they say it's not any better, you're up the creek. Pictures, this is a $30,000 room just to get the appropriate pictures so that when people decide to argue that it doesn't work, we have a very strong background. So a moment of philosophy. If you're in the past, you're living in the past. If you're anxious in the future, if you're at peace, you're living in the present. Okay. All right. This is embarrassing. This is a little bit of the magic of, we're doing a little magic here. Uh, if you've been to any lectures, uh, they talk a lot about the golden triangle, how to get the perfect symmetrical face. And I've, took, I've actually ordered the calipers from Australia, etc. And it's very, very difficult to do that. But so what I do is I go to Home Depot, and I get these simple little calipers like this. Now, trust me, apples of the cheek is the number one cosmetic. You, apples, doing apples of the cheek, it gives such a beautiful lift and rounds out that face. So when I do apples of the cheek, I say, okay, well, let me see here. So I'm going like this, and I go like this, and I'm pretty much uh, probably 95% accurate. But if I do this, and I do this, gee, that doctor, he actually measures. So... Uh, a little bit of the art of not, not heebie-jeebie stuff, but it's a little, uh, gives you a little extra edge, so. All right. 
This is the most cost-effective surgical instrument. Anybody interested in a surgical instrument that you'll use throughout the day, and each time it costs you two cents. You already saw me use it one time on breaking the blisters secondary to nitrogen. This is my favorite little tool. I have them. I hand them out all day long. These are these little two-cent lancets. The use is, is multiple, multiple. For example, milia. And again, this is just being value-added. Oh, Dr. Ritchie, I have these two little white bumps on my face. Oh, here, hang on for a second. Lancet, boom, boom. Value-added. She he does those extra nice things for me. Acne cyst, same thing. Sebaceous cyst, synovial cyst, I'll show you that. Pilar cyst, I'll show you. Splinters, molluscum, blisters, and ingrown hairs. Let me just show you a few examples. Here's just another milli on the face, a little coat. So many of these gals have that value added, cleaning it out. This is a lady with a, had a little splinter, and I just took the little lancet, gently lifted it out. There's the splinter it's coming out. Uh, this is a big stuck commodo, so we go in in black, and we're lifting it out. Two-cent instrument. And this is a really good, how many of you get synovial cysts? Well, if you get a synovial cyst, you say, Madame, take a look. You take out your little lancet. You squeeze it up, and you go, out comes the white carol. And you say, can you do this on your own? You give them several lancets. Do this a couple times until it's gone. They don't have to come back. Quick little pop with a lancet, synovial cyst, two or three treatments, and it will be gone with a two-cent surgical instrument. Again, there's popping the synovial cyst. Now, this is, this is a home run. Pay attention. This is a home run. This is the treatment of molluscum contagiosum. Very difficult to treat. And I see people come treating with Betelgeuse, Aldera, nitrogen, painful, miserable, and really doesn't work. There is no reason for any child to be frozen with nitrogen uh, Beetlejuice or anything to go through that discomfort. So what you do is, oh, guess what? There's my two-cent surgical instrument again. So here's a molluscum. I take the lancet, and I say, Mom, give me your arm. And I take the lancet, and I bend back the sharp end. Okay? I say, Mom, give me your arm. And this is right in front of the kid. And I've find a little lentigo, a little freckle, and I say, watch this, Mom, and I go, pop, pop. I don't dig it out, I just barely bump it. As soon as I bump it, you'll see a little red spot. That has broken the blood vessel to the molluscum. Pop, pop. Don't dig it out. And as soon as you see the little red spot, now it's done, and there is the little spot, and that's gonna bleed off. So this is a very non-traumatic, very treatment, Usually I'll do two or three, and at a certain point, if the child starts to get a little queasy, I said, do you know that I give 10 cents for every wart? Boy, and that'll be 60 cents. That'll be $1.20. And I mean, I've had some kids, their mental computers come out, and I can usually buy a few more warts at the cost of 10 cents a wart. Also, I tell them that at, when they're at home, do it about every three days, but if you can put them in a hot tub or a, 
bathtub and soak them for 15 minutes, they're much more soggy. So molluscum, this is a great treatment, easy to do. And to prove it to you, I have asked a patient to give a personal testimony of his treatment with his molluscums, none other than Ryan. Would you please give us a comment? Stand up. He says it worked really good. Ryan, did your mother give you the 10 cents for each wart? She did. You're not lying. You're protecting your mom. Did she give you the 10 cents? And just speak into the microphone there, right behind you. What did you say? Yes. <laughs> and did it work? Yes. Thank you very much. <laughs> Colleen, I thought you didn't pay him. I thought I was really going to nail you this morning. <laughs> did, you, <laughs> did you tell me the truth that she really paid you, or were you just protecting your mommy? Well, <laughs> see, you love to protect your mommy. I thought I had her. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, treat, please treat me. This is the most simplest, safest, non-traumatic Get the lancet, make sure that, that they bend back, and it's just a little piece of tin. Flick, 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 flick. All right, this is a discussion of a very easily diagnosed, but very difficult to treat, and that's periocular, contact dermatitis of the eyes, okay? Very, 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 very difficult to treat. And there is a handout for that, because the numerous etiology of eyelid dermatitis. So this is also available for you. The number, I mean, I've got over 15 things here that can cause eyelid dermatitis. And you have to take a very accurate history. I remember one time, number uh, 13 here is phosphorus from strike matches. And I had this old cowboy in the office and he had this horrible eyelid dermatitis. And I, so I finally said, so do you smoke? He said. I said, well, how do you light your matches? And he pulls out this wooden match, and there's the phosphorus that went all over his face. So uh, eyelid dermatitis, one of the, at the bottoms is very important. It discusses the type of mas mascara, what color, and what they can use and not use. So uh, this will give you some real tips on handling eyelid dermatitis. All right, now this is, this is a fun part. I have so many elderly people in the office. So my first question is, how long have you been married to this cute little girl? And they'll say 63, 59, whatever. And they're definitely, if they're over around 55 or 60, I'll say, so where'd you go on your first date? Nobody has ever asked them where they've gone on their first date. And the stories are sweet, and they look at each other, and they just get this little twinkle. Cause it, so this gal says, so where'd you go on your first date? She says, oh, huh. I'll never forget that. And, and he's 82, she's 79, and he's on the table with his feet supported. Uh, and he's listening. She says, oh, I remember. It was in San Francisco. I was working in the office. And the girl said, you know, he's going to ask you out for a date, but he's got one thing on his mind, so you better be careful. So we went out to 
dinner, and then we went down the wharf in San Francisco, and he finally got a kiss. And, but I said, okay, Buster, that's as far as you go. And Buster sitting over there on the table just howling. I remember another one. Um, this couple just sitting there, and they're holding hands, and they're all Twitter paid and everything. I said, so how long have you been married? They said, well, we've been married uh, about six months. And I'm going, oh, i got to know this story. And the story was that they were sweethearts in high school, and just before they uh, were to graduate, he went out and bought this beautiful ring set, and he was going to present it to her at the night of graduation. About a couple of days before, she called off the relationship, and so that was the end of that. And he was married for about 20 years and divorced, and then for the next 20 years, he tried to find her. And finally, 40 years later, he finds her back. He's, and he calls up and says, she says, nah, my husband, I, and he says, oh, I'm coming back to see you. Well, after one week, he's there, and guess what? He gets down on his knee, and what does he pull out? The ring set. <laughs> so there's some really fun stories with these elderly people. They love to be talked to, and they love to reminisce, and you're going to get some heart-rendering stories. All right, back to business. Retin-A. I'm a fanatic, a fanatic, fanatic about Retin-A. In fact, there's an article here that validates my fanaticism. just came out. 40 years of topical tretinoid used in review. At the top of the line, treatment of photo damage and melasma. We know that Retin-A is the gold standard for acne. But within, and it came out in about 72, within a couple of years, adult women with adult acne were coming in because especially the California girls with all their sun damage was noticing a very nice appearance in their skin. And so for practically 40 years now, every lady that comes in and has sun damage, I preach to them about the use of Retin-A because not only does it uh, reduce the pigmentation, it stimulates the collagen. I had a lady in two weeks ago, 84 years old, and her skin was prettier than almost anybody's in this room. And I said, Sally, she says, Dr. Ritchie, I've been on Retin-A for over 30 years, just like you told me. And so, but the deal with Retin-A is you've got to take an accurate history and you've got to evaluate him. The problem was right off the bat, when Retin-A came out, everybody went down and got the point one red retin-A in Mexico, used it inappropriately, and it got a bad history for all. It was horrible. Retin-A is the best, most cosmetic, the most cost-effective thing that you can do for your patients, but you've got to teach them how to use it, and you have to analyze their skin so to know what they can tolerate. And so I look at their skin, I evaluate it, and then I say, well, now let me... There is an instruction sheet for you. I'm just going through it. So basically, so we're going to start you on Retin-A. But my evaluation of the dryness of your skin, I mean, there's various levels of Retin-A. I, I explained to him, I say there's over-the-counter, there's medical grade, and there's prescription level. My job is to match you with what you can tolerate. Maybe they can handle prescription level, or maybe I'll have to take them on a medical grade retinoid to start them out. So I say, okay, you're going to use this particular Retin-A, but this is how you use it. So it's bedtime. So you wash your face, gently wash your face. You should wait five minutes until your skin is completely dry. Then you take some 
retina and you take a pea sized and I say, this is a pea sized And I say, then you take it, you put it all over your forehead, and about halfway through, they'll say, do you use it? And I'll say, well, what the heck do you think I'm doing? <laughs> and I, but the problem is after about four or five times, at the end of the day, my face is about ready to crack. <laughs> but I demo it to them right there in front of them. So they understand three P size. And I say, you know, after five minutes, if there's some irritation, you can use a mild skin cream. But I'll say, you know what? Based on your skin type, I think we're going to start every other day. My goal is to get you to a really a therapeutic level, but we're going to have to ease our way in. So we'll start with your three pea-sized dabs. Oh, my God, my face is burning. No. <laughs> you start with your three, but let's go every other night. And if you could tolerate that, then we'll go nightly. And you've got about four levels to go. So come back in about three months, or when you could put it on every night, then come back and remove levels up. So Retin-A used appropriately is the most inexpensive, cosmetically therapeutic product that you can give your patients. Love Retin-A, teach people how to use it. It is really a spectacular product. This is a, uh, actually I use this picture here during my brighter days uh, lectures because there's so much photosensitivity with chemotherapy. But the point being is I say, you know, people say, well, uh, I, I never get any sunlight. Well, how'd you get here? Well, I drove here in a car and I said, do you realize why so many truck drivers and CHPI officers have skin cancers on the left side of their face? It's because this, there's UVB, which is spring, fall, and summer, but there's UVA that is year-round and goes right through window glass, as proved by this person here. This woman actually almost looks like a man, doesn't it? Uh, I never thought about that. This person <laughs> sat next to a window for 15 years and got UV on one side of the face for 15 years. Look, and the other side didn't get any sunlight. So again, it's very important that you teach your patients the value of sun protection year-round because window glass does not block out UVA. Last year, uh, I gave a presentation on brighter days. This is my heartfelt, my passion to help women and men deal with the multiple cutaneous, 150 cutaneous side effects now of chemical agents on the skin. The number one complaint of people with chemo agents, the number one is itchy, dry skin. Hello, dermatologists. We need to be working with these people. Again, another picture of brighter days. This is my instructions. You'll see some of them have wigs. Some of them have hats. We do give out hats free. When the patient leaves, they have pretty close to $300 worth of cosmetically products. We teach them. I gave this lecture last year. It got a lot of interest, but to be honest, not one follow-up. If any of you are still interested in Brighter Days, please let me work with you. You cannot bring anything more heartfelt for a group of women and men who are desperate for knowledge on how to deal and desperate for a little love and knowledge. So I'm still available to help you out with that. Now, this is how I buy patients. I buy patients with 
Every kid that comes to my office gets a Super Bowl. Whoop. They do bounce. I have these Super Bowls available. Actually, my grandkids got these when they were young. But every kid that comes in off gets a Super Bowl. I buy their friendship. And then I'll say, if they have a, shall we give one to your brother and sister? And they'll go, well, okay. <laughs> the only problem with the Super Bowls is the office beneath me will, will you stop those dang Super Bowls bounding on the top of us? But I'm kind of called the Super Bowl King and Chico, and kids have collections of Super Bowls. So just a way to buy a little friendship, get that kid liking you, whatever, soften it up. You can get these Super Bowls. Very, very, very nice. When we get through and they've done well, I'll say, do you like toys? There isn't a kid in the world. So I said, well, you like to go to the treasure chest. So off we go to the treasure chest, and they get to pick out a couple items. So this is a good way to get the, buy the friendship of little kids. And here's a little girl I just took to the, look at her. She's not even, she's still got the binky. I think she's barely two. She's got her bag of stuff. And we held hands, went back. She didn't even know me, but we're, we're pals now. All right, this is, this is the best handout I have, and I've actually brought 100 copies of it because this is the discussion of Notalgia Parasthetica. How many times a week I have this spot on my back, this mole, this wart, and it's driving me crazy. I've got to go up against the fence and scratch up like an old horse. Do you see those patients? Absolutely. Very common. And so I have this handout for notalgia. So I give this to them, and I explain. I say, does it itch? Yeah, it itches right here. Let me just tell you that the spot on your back is not causing that. This is a little tweaky nerve that comes out. It comes and goes, causes a deep, deep itching. And so... It's not a dermatology condition. It's more of a nerve condition. But you can go home and tell your family that, my gosh, I've got notalgia parasthetica, and you can get some sympathy out of that. But I do give them this handout. I have this for you. Trust me, this will solve your notalgia parasthetica explanation in 10 seconds. Is that helpful? Just remember, every patient that comes to you has concerns. They might appear happy, they might appear angry, but they are concerned. They want your knowledge, they want your expertise, and they want your education on what they have and what to do. And, but if you're kind, many times you'll have some come back, and these are just thank you notes from the family. Actually, they had scabies, and uh, we got them cleared up. So that basically, so thank you for your attention. I am open for questions. I think you, you know, the handouts are all in your packets, etc., and I'm pretty much on time. Uh, any questions? Just a little bit of water. Put a little poultice on it. So just take the Adolf's dust on, some water, whatever, and put that on. It is, I'll tell you, they'll come back and say, you saved my life. It's the... It's just a cute little thing, value-added, that you can tell your patients, especially when they're on a trip. Yes, sir? Can you explain the... Um, no. It's, you don't... Again, you take out the lancet. There's a sharp point. You show them. You bend it down. And then you use the, the blunt end. You lay it on the skin, and you scrape, scrape. You don't dig. You don't want to dig. You just scrape, scrape, pop, pop. 
barely hurts, and all you want to do is see that little red, which means you've broken the blood vessel, and you move on. You don't have to scrape it off. You don't have to dig it. Pop, 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 pop. 10 cents, 20 cents, 30 cents. Really simple to do. You will absolutely, I will guarantee if you'll use this, this will be the highlight of your, the presentation. And don't forget the spouse on your nitrogen to be able to localize your treatment to a specific spot is so, so critical. Dr. Ritchie? I have a question. Yes, Do you sir. have any tips for us on how to handle patients with delusional parasitosis? <laughs> oh, my gosh. My kids were teasing me about that uh, yesterday. That's a tough one. You'll get about one a month. Of course, they have their little plastic bag. Number one, you can't talk them out of it. You can, and I'd say, okay, Sally, I'm going to tell you some give you some information now, and you're not going to believe it. But what you got to do is you got to have a family member in there. And then you go, so Sally, unfortunately, this is just kind of a, uh, a stress situation. It's difficult to deal with. I know it preoccupies your life. And you go through this kind of heartfelt thing, and then when you get through, well, thank you, but how about the bugs that are coming out my ears? But if you have a family member, a family member is going like this. And you can say, you know, there is an oral medication, ORAP, we call it ORAP, that can be of great relief. However, your family doctor is going to have to monitor this. I don't monitor psychotropic, psychotropic medications. And I'm going to talk to your doctor and tell them how to do that. And I'm telling you, ORAP, if you get to the right titer, they'll go away. And what will happen six months later, they'll call them, you know, I need those pills. My bugs are back. So very difficult, sad, difficult, because they're so, you cannot get through to them. Impossible. Hopefully with the family member and getting them on some appropriate medication. But, I mean, they are obsessed. And it's really sad. And it runs their life. So I really don't have a good answer with this exception to make sure you have a family member so that they know that, because sometimes they can talk family members in that they've got bugs too. They're so oppressed with this. So uh, family member, hopefully you can get them on ORAP medication and uh, difficult problem. Questions? Okay, uh, once again, I thank you for your attention. I hope you got a couple great ones out of this. <laughs>